0: Hello everyone, my name is Jose Nguese and welcome to Dining with the Mouse, a food podcast dedicated to dining experiences found in and around Walt Disney World. Today I'll be changing it up a little bit. Scheduling one of my park cohorts has been a little difficult as of late, so I'm going this episode solo. There is also one more curveball as I won't be reviewing a typical dining experience. I recently attended the Disney Villains After Hours event at Magic Kingdom, and I wanted to take the time to share my experience in the hopes of helping you decide if this is a must-do for you. Now let's get into it, shall we? So I recently had the privilege of attending uh, one of the Villains After Hours events at Magic Kingdom. Um, One of the greatest benefits that I saw visiting um, during this event was the fact that it is at night, and during the summer it is unpleasantly hot most of the time. So if you are susceptible to the heat, it's not a bad idea to consider um, doing this event versus spending an entire day at one of the theme parks. Um, in terms of cost, just so you can compare to a general park ticket, um, the cost for this event is $139 plus tax. If you are an annual pass holder like myself, uh, they do knock off $30, so it's $109 plus tax. So you, another added benefit yet again to having an annual pass um, there's there are pros and cons obviously if you have an annual pass it doesn't cost you anything extra to go to the parks on a daily basis however uh i did find the event to be very entertaining and worth the money so something to consider um so i'll just go into some generalities about the event itself um as i mentioned it uh is at night uh, so with your uh, ticket for the after-hours event, you are allowed to enter the theme park as early as 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, this varies a little bit because the party that I attended started at 10, but there were I did see that there are dates that uh, the party started a little earlier at 9.30, in which case they would have let you into the park at 6.30. But on this day, um, the actual event itself started at 10 p.m., So they let us into the park as early as 7. Obviously the event is not going on, but it is a generalized, uh, you know, when you go in, it's a general uh, day at the park. I was able to fast pass three rides between 7 and 10 uh, before the event started. So we knocked out a couple of uh, our favorites. We did uh, Haunted Mansion and also the Jungle Cruise and... Uh, We also did Splash Mountain. So we knocked out those three before the event itself started. I figured a couple of them might have a longer line uh, once the event did begin. Uh, So again, we went ahead and took care of that. Once the event starts, it is the 10 o'clock. Then, you know, all the main benefits of the event get started. One of the biggest selling points for most people is probably the short lines for most attractions. So obviously it's a ticketed a uh, separately ticketed event, they do limit the number of tickets that are sold for this event. So you will see drastically smaller crowds um, and the lines for most attractions will be much shorter than they generally are, especially for this time of year. Um, another, uh, another plus for visiting during um, After Hours, uh, at least the villains one, is that they featured a brand new stage show, never before seen. Um, featuring five of some of the greatest Disney villains ever. Uh, you will see Hades, Jafar, The Queen, Maleficent, and Dr. Facilier uh, in a show where Hades is throwing a great big party and the other villains decide to crash it. Uh, Megara is also in the uh, in the show. Uh, she acts as Hades' uh, assistant, much like she did in the feature film Hercules. Uh so there's that stage show. This is held in front of uh, Cinderella Castle, obviously. Uh, while the stage show isn't going on, they do do three of them. One at eleven, one one at midnight, and then one again to close out the show at, uh, at 1 o'clock. While the show is not going on, there is a DJ uh, playing live music in front of the castle, it was a very fun atmosphere. People were dancing, uh, playing pretty good music, and it was just very different to be there. It almost seemed like you were entering a nightclub whenever you would walk from another section of the park um, to the front of Cinderella Castle. Uh, the lighting, obviously, very different. The castle looks a lot scarier, a lot, a lot darker. And uh, with the DJ playing and everybody in co- you know, some people were in costumes, some people were dressed up for the event specifically. Um, It was a nice atmosphere. Um, Something else uh, that some people look forward to, uh, merchandise seekers. They do have uh, merchandise that you can only get during the Villains event, obviously. I actually did buy a t-shirt myself um, for the Villains event. Um, But, you know, some folks are into that. If you are, they definitely have some items that you won't be able to get anywhere else. Another thing I will mention is is um uh, the food. Uh, one of the biggest benefits of going during this event is uh it includes all the popcorn you can digest. Um also it includes it includes unlimited coke products. So that would include Coca-Cola, Diet Coke, Sprite, and Dasani bottled water. So if you like soda, this is this is definitely your ticket. And it also includes all-your-care-to-eat ice cream novelties. Um, so this isn't scoops of ice cream. These are the ice cream that they sell in the carts around the park. So you'd be looking at um, the traditional Mickey ice cream bar, uh, Mickey ice cream sandwiches, and uh, strawberry paletas. or They're kind of like strawberry pops, um, kind of made with fresh fruit. They're really good. I did enjoy one of each of these during the event. Um... And then uh, intermittently with popcorn and a lot of water. Because, again, it was still pretty hot even though it was nighttime. But um, I kind of fell into that trap of, you know, I had some popcorn and then the body wants sweet. So then the ice cream and then switched back to popcorn. And it was a vicious cycle until we left um, for the evening. Um, Something else that goes on uh, in addition is... Um the maleficent dragon is back. Uh, this is the one that I think caught on fire uh, sometime last year. Um she's back better than ever and to see her roaming the park at night is pretty impressive. Um she makes two appearances during the during the evening's festivities. Uh when they give you a guide map when you enter, uh it will tell you what times and where she will be. Uh, spouting fire throughout the evening. So uh, that's something else to look forward to. Besides um, the food that you get to eat that's included in your ticket, um, Disney has also uh, gone another step and made some very unique food items that you can only buy during the event uh, that are villains-themed. Such things as uh, Zerg's Intergalactic Noodles. Uh, These are in Tomorrowland. And it's a chilled noodle salad. Um, The noodles are purple, so it resembles his coloring. And uh, I didn't have those myself, but a lot of the folks that I've talked to that have had them are wishing that they made that item a permanent addition to Tomorrowland. Um, You can also get Yzma's Llama Potion, uh, the potion, the potion for Cusco. No, it's not that potion, but it is uh, Yzma's Llama Potion, which is basically um, they infuse uh, dry ice into a special cup, uh, and they fill it with strawberry Fanta, so it's bubbling, and it does closely resemble um, the potion for Cusco. Uh, There's also a Cruella de Vil brownie that is covered in black and white icing, obviously. Uh, There's a Headless Horseman Brookie, and Hades Nachos in Tortuga Tavern over by Pirates of the Caribbean. He also has a specialty mocktail. Unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, they uh, do not serve alcohol during the event, but they did have several mocktails, uh, one of which the Hades Temptation was very tasty. Uh, Dr. Facilier's tarot card tart is in Sleepy Hollow. Uh, That was one of the yummiest things I tried. It's a chocolate tart filled with dark chocolate ganache, and it has peanut butter mousse and a white chocolate tarot card on top. Uh, it was looking pretty nifty, and it tasted even better. Uh, there's also a not so poison apple cupcake in the Main Street Bakery and the Maleficent Cone at Storybook Treats. The Maleficent Cone is lime soft serve in a black waffle cone with chocolate horns and purple sprinkles. Um, as yummy as it is pretty. Keep in mind, during this event... Most of the restaurants and eateries in Magic Kingdom are closed. The only places that were open, um, besides the ones I mentioned here for the specialty items, uh, were Casey's Corner and the Main Street Bakery, which were serving uh, their typical fare throughout the day. Um, so my personal experience with this event, um, we did like I said, we got there at seven. We did a couple of rides. We had had dinner before. Um, We went to the park specifically so that we would have dessert in the park as we all ate. Uh, We had a group of six and we all ate lots of ice cream. Oh, one more thing. Uh, They also have for the Instagrammers uh, in my audience, they do special um, backdrops. Uh, For the villains event. I mean they have villains written everywhere in lighting and posters So it made for a lot of great Instagram uh, worthy pics and backgrounds and also There were several special um, Photo pass opportunities where the photo pass photographers can add in Villains to the pictures now. I didn't see who was available per se. I did get one with my family Where we have scar standing next to us and you go through the typical motions of uh, pointing and being scared for the camera and uh, Roaring so um, I'm sure there were plenty of other villains I did see the other options when we were running around trying to ride uh, as many rides as we could during the three-hour block Um, also to mention, there were, uh, two special overlays on two of the classic rides, Space Mountain and Pirates of the Caribbean. I did not see what they did special at Space Mountain because I was watching the show while part of my family, uh, went on Space Mountain itself. But in the Pirates ride, um, the overlay included actors hidden in the, um, prison areas that are part of the queue, um, They were in there talking to you, and several of them were scaring the heck, the bejesus, out of people in line when they weren't expecting, so that was pretty fun. And there's a special appearance by Barbosa during the actual ride uh, on Pirates, so that was pretty cool. Unexpected, he makes an appearance, he interacts with you, um, pretty nifty. You know, Disney outdoes themselves yet again, um... As far as the event, uh, we had a great time, spent some time inside uh, the Main Street Square in front of uh, Cinderella Castle, and uh, like I said, the, the DJ portion was pretty cool, everybody was having a great time during the show, you could tell there were some real fans when Dr. Facilier made an appearance, uh, a lot of people lost it, and I mean the biggest pop of the whole night came for Maleficent, clearly. Because it's Maleficent Um, In terms of uh, the rides uh, We did do, like I said My family did Space Mountain We did um, Winnie the Pooh Small World uh, Buzz Lightyear Uh, They wanted to do the boys We went with um, two 12 year old boys They wanted to do the Tomorrowland Speedway So we humored them and let them go on While we took a break This was closer towards the end of the night the only two rides that, you know, had a a decent size line were uh, Mine Train and Space Mountain. Space Mountain had a 20 to 25 minute line most of the evening. Mine Train, right when the event begins, I don't recommend going straight to Mine Train because you still have a lot of people from um, before the park starts weeding out the folks that aren't attending the ride. So the line for Mine Train was still over an hour. And even towards the end of the event, around midnight, the line was about 30 minutes, and we opted not to ride it this time. But 30 minutes is obviously still way shorter than most people will see throughout the day. Um, So again, well worth it. Peter Pan had a 10-minute line. Anyone who's been to the park any number of times knows that that ride can have a ridiculously long wait. (coughs) Excuse me. And we also... Um saw briefer lines for uh the three mountains space Mountain, like I said, it was twenty to twenty five minutes, but Thunder and Splash Mountain were both uh under fifteen most of the evening so if your goal is to ride as many rides as possible um in a brief amount of time without you know really having to make long lines, this event might be for you it's definitely great, and the way I see it lately, especially. It's rare that I'm in the park longer than six hours, so, um, if I'm only going to spend six hours in the park, I'd rather purchase this ticket than purchasing a day ticket and spending the same amount of time, maybe a little bit more, and not being able to ride half the rides that I did during this event, plus, um, all the popcorn and ice cream you can eat, I mean, come on, so again, definitely, for me, this was a must-do, um, for my family, they all thought it was a great event. Uh, we may do several of the other um, after-hours event later on in the year. Uh, I did a regular after-hours event at Magic Kingdom earlier this year. The only difference was it was not themed to villains, and during this villains one, uh, one, one downside is if you like doing the character meetups, unfortunately there are no character meet and greets, there's no photos with characters. No photos with villains especially, but um, some of the meet and greets that normally are Magic Kingdom were a no-go. During the other After Hours events that are not villains themed, um, there were meet and greets with several princesses and other characters. So um, that was definitely one of the cons, but for us it was not a big deal at all. We weren't looking to try to take uh, too many pictures of the characters. Um, Again, hopefully this was uh, somewhat useful information to you. Uh, I had a great time. If you have any questions in particular about the event, by all means, reach out to me on uh, my Facebook blog or Instagram. So that's it for episode three of the Dining with the Mouse podcast. If you'd like to see more, you can follow me on my blog on Facebook called Disney Foodie. And you can also find me on Instagram at Dining with the Mouse. If you liked what you heard today, please share the link to my podcast on your social media. And also feel free to stop by on iTunes and leave a review there. Thank you so very much for listening and I'll see you again real soon.